everyone, and welcome to this live episode of A Yank on the Footy. It's 8 o'clock on the East Coast of the United States on April the 13th. I'm Craig Wessels, and I am so glad that you're listening. Wanted to dive into a, a few things that uh, went on this past week, as well looking into the uh, the games for round five, and uh, got some big games this week. A handful of... Uh, interesting events that took place as well. A couple interesting news stories that I wanted to delve into as well. For, before I get too far though, I, uh, I want to remind you about the, uh, new website. Remember you can find everything about the podcast at a yank of the footy.com. I've had, uh, quite a few of you who have stopped by who have left notes, that type of thing. But remember, you can also leave voicemails there. So if you have a piece of information you want to provide or maybe you've got a tip for one of the games coming up that you're you're wanting to get out there and and share your views or maybe you want to talk about your club having done very well the week before go ahead and leave that voicemail hit that uh, little red microphone in the bottom right hand corner of the screen i think you can leave up to uh, i think a two minute message i believe so we are going to dive into things today don't forget that if you are interested in helping out the podcast you can uh go to the buy me a coffee page that helps uh, that helps out the podcast quite a bit as well as being able to um you know hop on the uh, red bubble page if you're looking for any swag for the podcast maybe a t-shirt maybe uh, a sticker for your computer that sort of thing hello there tony how are you doing sir i see tony just popped up on the screen here and uh I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way right now, and I'm going to congratulate uh, Tony and uh, Peps from Lace Out Podcast on the results of the uh, Melbourne and Geelong game this past weekend where my cats, uh, well, they were declawed, quite frankly, and the D's had themselves a, a fantastic game again, moving up to 4-0 there, so... Very impressed by the the D's so far this year, and uh, I think you could argue that maybe one of the most valuable players on the ground this year, and I don't think he's going to win the uh, the Brownlow because it tends to go to midfielders. But I think Max Gone has been absolutely fantastic this year. He's been he's been dynamite. So it's been uh, it has been a a really really good start to the year for the D's. We'll see if they can keep it up. You know, they've got, uh, they've got the the Hawks coming up this week. So big rivalry game there. We'll see what happens with that. I'll talk about my tips on that one here in just a second. Um, but, uh, it's, it was a great round four. I, uh, we saw some things that, that I haven't seen before. Some, some fantastic, uh, Finishes some great showings by a couple of clubs. Uh, one that is trying to reestablish itself. I guess both of them are trying to reestablish themselves because one of them had a bit of a uh, a slide back this year. Um, they made finals last year, but they they got off to a little bit of a rough start. But they they roared back in their game this this past weekend, and that's uh, St Kilda, and of course. Uh, what went on with, with Adelaide this past weekend against, uh, against the uh, kangaroos. And that was a, 
a great uh, a great um, game for them as well. And I and I just as a quick sidebar, I I was uh, I was working on a little side project. And hello to there to you from the Kick the Kick podcast. Stop. Thanks for stopping by there. I appreciate it. Arguably one of the best podcasts out there on footy. If you want to learn about this game and you want to learn about the history of the game, that is the place to be. If you're not looking at their podcast yet, or if you're not listening to it yet, and you love this game, you absolutely need to do it. Okay, so check that one out. You, it's it's fantastic, and they they do they do a great job, and it's one of the most well researched podcasts I think of any genre, not just in footy. And you know, the ones I listen to mostly are true crime, and uh, but these guys do a great job. So thanks for popping in here. But you know the. The games this past weekend were were just uh well you had a you had you know what could have arguably been called a, a grand final preview with Port Adelaide and with Richmond and it lived up to the hype. It really did. And uh yeah, two point win for the for Port Adelaide. And that game could have gone either way. It really could have. And it was just it was impressive to see the uh the power come out, you know, not, now I'll have to go back and look. I don't know if they play one another again at the MCG later on this year. Maybe on their home ground, maybe Richmond goes ahead and takes the the uh, the rematch. Who knows? But you know, we've got I believe two clubs that have uh, actually three clubs now that have pushed out to a uh, a four zero start. I, I completely forgot about the Bulldogs, and you know, I was thinking about talking about the the Swans and the D's, and I I can't forget about I can't forget about the Bulldogs because. They're one of the two clubs that I I tipped to play in the grand final at the start of this year, and I'm feeling pretty good about that decision. I'm not feeling real good about my Swans and my my D's calls, although I did have the Swans being better than they were last year. But yeah, they're I think they're one win away right now from tying the number of victories that they had last year. Remember, folks, if you want to uh, hop onto the podcast, you just have to enter your email address in the discussion board there, and I can go ahead and. Uh, send you a link which will let you hop on if you want to do so so hello there river hello there but yeah so we're, we're looking at a couple things that have gone on in the news and again you know tony peps congratulations on the win i actually had an epiphany that i need to talk to peps about because i think it's something that uh, could be beneficial to both of us i don't want to mention this until i talk to him and it's something i might talk to, to harper about as well i don't know if uh, from the where do we begin podcast, but uh, I had a bit of an idea that I think might be mutually beneficial for, for both of us. And I'm going to, I'm going to bounce that idea off of him to see if, uh, if it's something he wants to do, but, you know, going back and looking at the games from this past week, you know, we've got a lot of clubs that, that people tipped to play finals this year that are, far away from it you know i i know that the uh the pies were in disarray this off season with with everything that went on uh with the the report that came out with the salary cap situation and sending tours well sending adam Trelore and uh jaden stevenson i can't think of the other player off the top of my head that uh left it, that was sent away as part of the uh the salary cap clearance if you will but did you guys see them being one and three this year? I didn't. And, you know, I, I honestly, I don't, I didn't see Brisbane being one and three either. 
And I know if if you happen to be a Brisbane supporter and you're listening to this uh, a little bit later on, you're probably saying to yourself, hey, cat supporter, we should be two and two. Uh, that was an improper disposal. I'm just going to say what I've said all along since that game. I didn't see anything. I saw not a thing. So I think that that turned out just the way it was supposed to. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, there were a couple, like I said, a couple of really impressive things that took place this weekend. And I uh, I wanted to to ask what your thoughts were on this. Okay. And, and see what you think about this, but what, what was the most impressive part of round four to you? Cause I jotted down a couple things. I said, you know, you've got, you got the bulldogs and you've got Melbourne and Sydney all moving to four and Were those the most impressive things? Were one of those three more impressive than the others? Or was it uh, the saints win? Well, you're right. River. Yeah. Is that Mr. Hickey there? It looks like the, Looks like your picture's there, sir. Hello. You're right. They do need to get their players back. Um, you know, was it, you know, was it one of these, you know, all these clubs going 4-0? Oh, was it uh, Adelaide's uh, 52-point fourth quarter? Was it uh, St. Kilda having a, what, was it a 53-1 to run in their game as well? Yeah. I, kick to kick, I think you're right. As far as resting to get peak at the end of the season, Yes, they are old men. You're right. Uh, and they've been playing like old men, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, I, I I hope that they're able to turn it on. But, you know, I, I counted up during the last game. I counted six players that would normally be in their 22 that were not in the uh, that were not on the grounds or in the 22 in the last game. Yeah, of course, you've got Dangerfield, who was out still and. and and yeah, I still think that was a, uh, I still think that was a rather lengthy suspension for him. Uh, but then you've got also, um, you know, you got Rowan still out. You got Radicalia still out. Jeremy Cameron hasn't played a game yet. And I, and I think that once they get Jeremy Cameron on the ground, that's going to open things up for them tremendously. I, I still think that's the case. So I've got a couple people who are wanting to hop on here then. So let me, uh, let me uh, get Tony on here first and then we'll get Chris on here. So. Tony, I'm going to go ahead and send you, uh, get you connected there, sir. So, hello, good day, Craig. I'm great. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic! Four and zero. Could you believe yeah. it? Yeah, you you earned four and zero. You definitely did. You you've earned that four and zero. Well, Melbourne of Melbourne of yesteryear would have struggled uh, mightily the last couple of weeks when they were challenged by uh, Geelong and by the GWS. Uh, but they've uh, sort of found a new uh, you know, resiliency uh, and uh, seem to be able to kind of fight off those moments in the matches where they, you know, are challenged. And, um, yeah, it's been been quite impressive uh, early days. But, um, yeah, it's uh, we talked about Goodwin uh, earlier in the year and, uh, you know, well, he seems to have bought himself uh, yeah, some time now. So, um, and I can't stay on real long, but I wanted to at least check in with you just because our two teams played each other and, um, yes. I thought we'd, uh, we could chat for a few minutes if you don't mind. Yeah. So no, that's fine. I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I am extraordinarily impressed by the young man, uh, uh, is it Keisha Pickett? I, I'm just Mr. Yeah, Pickett. I'm going to call I, him uh, Casey K. Yep, Pickett. Yep. Kazi, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's the Kazi's nickname. A, yes, Kazi Pickett. Yeah. He has been 
he has been absolutely a treat to watch. He looks in many ways to me, he looks like you know, like he could develop into a Charlie Cameron, Eddie Betts, uh, Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody type player. It's Absolutely. just you know, just electric out there. Yeah. And I, not a high position and it's, possession player um, like those guys aren't either. But they uh, right, right. Just the impact on the game is is just so significant. And um, yeah, he, he. I meant to, I should have mentioned him in the preview when we talked uh, earlier. You know, a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a second year player and. Uh, yeah, the the impact he's had, and Charlie Spargo, and a few of those small forwards, um, has been uh, has has impacted you know quite a couple of the games so far this year. So, um, yeah, and he's just fun. You like like you say, it's just a he goes near the ball, and you're waiting for something exciting to happen. And uh, even for non Melbourne fans, I think that's that's a treat. Well, it is it is a it is, and and I. And that's why, you know, I, and that's where I, 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 again, I come back to this. I feel, I feel good about coming to the game as late in life as I did, because I, I, I don't, you know, I don't despise any other club, although I've officially adopted this year as Brisbane being the team that I don't like after the, <laughs> the stuff that went on. I, I don't, I don't hate them. They're just not my favorite. They're not, they're not up there in my top five or six anymore. They've, they've slid way down sure, the list. Sure. So, um, but you know, I just like you know, yeah. When the cats play, I want to see them win. I want to see them do well. Yeah. But the other games, yeah, I, I just want to see good good competition. And you know, yeah. of course, I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see you know, you know, teams win or lose that are going to you know make it advantageous for the cats on the ladder. But you know, other than that, I I want to watch good games. And and there were there were a bunch of them this weekend. You know, the the Sydney Essendon game was dynamite. I didn't you know I, I mean I picked I tipped Essendon to be seventeenth on the ladder this year. And they're, they're, you know, they're, they're one in three right now, but they're, yeah. they're, they've got a, they've got a, a percentage over a hundred. Yeah. No, they've been a, a little bit of a surprise early. And I think some of this is, uh, you know, with injuries, they've been forced to play some of the younger players and uh, they've, you know, maybe been a bit surprised. I know several of my family are uh, Essendon supporters as well. And, and uh, yeah, no, they've been uh, very pleasantly surprised with their development and, you know, you look at Sydney and, and um, you know, you see the same thing on that end. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, in your your your, your team's case, uh, you know, I just worry a little bit. You know, they haven't had a full-strength squad yet. So, you know, we'll get Cameron back this week and you'll get Dangerfield back this week. But, you know, um, where's the where's the young – where's that where's that young excitement coming – going to well, come from, from from a Geelong perspective? So Well, that's where um, I think – I think it's going to be – I think they're hoping that it's going to be – Brandon Parfit, Quentin Narkel, uh, Jordan Clark. Um, yep. I, I hope those are. I think those are the the kids that they're. I would have loved to have it have been uh, Nakia Cockatoo, but that didn't work out. Need your um, favorite player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brian Myers. Yeah, yeah, Chris, you're exactly right. You know, I I, I think Myers. To me, Brian Myers is going to benefit having Jezza out there more than than anybody. Yeah. Because because it's that I to me I still think the amount of pressure that having those two guys down there, you know, just sitting down next to the goal waiting for the ball is gonna is gonna have you decide okay who am I gonna, who am I going to double up who am I going to put two guys on because you know normally I may put two guys on Hawkins or now you know other times 
you know, two guys would have gone on 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 Cameron when he was at the Giants, and that's going to free up, hopefully, you know, Grian Myers to you know to get a lot of you know mongrel balls out in front of the goal. And I still think with his kicking style, that works out for that's going to work out well for him. Yeah, and and Chris, you got yeah you you know, you know Tom Atkins as well, and and Nathan Kruger is exactly well that we haven't seen as yet either. Yeah, and same with well, and uh, that's the thing. With Essendon and teams like that, they've been sort of forced to put those kids in. Geelong hasn't quite gotten to that point yet, and by no means is Geelong, you know, uh, not a finals team. I still think they have, you know, the depth, and unless there's a lot of injuries, uh, they're still. And as long as Hawkins keeps his elbows down, and um, you know, uh, in, inadvertent or deliberate, you know, he just needs to watch those pointy yeah. elbows, oh, well, as, Steve, as Stephen May found out this weekend. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you know, well, I, and let, let me ask you this: to, it, it, and that looked to me like May was pulling him towards himself. Oh, it's completely. Is, yeah, I, I was yeah, gonna say no, it didn't. It didn't yeah. look like it didn't look like Hawkins was taking a swing at him. No, no, and, no, it, no, and no. if he if he was, he did a really good job of I think you know covering that up with all the cameras that were on him. No, it was completely uh, just a fluky, unfortunate circumstance for for May and. And this is going to be a challenge for Melbourne now for the next month. You know, lose your your number one defender and see what kind of depth we've got. You know, Harry yeah. Petty or or Mike. Uh, you know, Hibbard might be back. So you know, we'll see how uh, um, see how they react to their first real major injury with the squad they have now. Obviously, we've got Ben Brown and and uh, Sam Wiedemann still to to come into the squad. So. Um, but right now, you know, it'll be interesting to see w- when they're up and ready to go, um, what, what Melbourne decides to do. So Hawthorne this week, I think they should be, win that game. But then, uh, you know, then I think uh, I think it's Richmond the week after. So that that might be the challenge, you know, the first yeah. real test that Melbourne um, will run into. Yeah, I, have, I haven't looked at – I haven't looked at round six yet, so I'm not yeah, sure I think exactly they where. Richmond. Yeah. Well, and that – and, you know, and – and Richmond, Richmond is is where they were last year. They were two and two last year uh, at this after four rounds, and they you know they they won the darn thing again. So I mean I, and again I don't think this was a bad loss for them against Port Adelaide because they they you know they played at the Adelaide Oval. They you know they played a a good team that plays great at home. Yeah. And yeah, no, you know, we'll, they didn't lose any favor there. And I'm not, I don't think Richmond fans should be terribly uh, concerned at this point. I think, uh, like you said, it's early days. I think for it's for the young team, the, the newer teams like Melbourne and, and Sydney and, and uh, that have you know, started well, that it will set their year up, you know. But I think yeah. those, those seasoned teams like West Coast and Richmond and Geelong, uh, I th- you know, I think – they they, they can they can make it up as the season goes on. You don't want to get too far behind. Brisbane, I am right, a little right. concerned about. I th- I think I think you know they've been thereabouts on the, uh, it, but one and three is, you know, you just you don't want to get too far down the road here. One, four, or five, you know, then then if I'm not got mis- some issues and calling calling was in the same boat. I think you know. Yeah, and they lost. Uh, I think they lost uh, quite some time as well. I think. Like he got he got banged up. The ruck I think got hurt as well, um, if I'm not mistaken. I thought he yeah. Got no, hurt. they've got some injuries. Yep, yep, yep. And so is Collingwood. Yeah, Taylor and, Adams is gone. Yeah, for ten right. weeks and right. Um, you know they'll be their depth will be tested. So it's a fascinating time. You know, early part of the year here is just the next. You know, the first almost through the first quarter of the season. You know, in a week or two and. 
Um, yeah. You know how the NFL is. You, you, you know, you and I, are big NFL, you know, fans, and you know, you, you'd kind of judge the season yeah. by the on the quarters, right? You know, and um, so right, it, right. It's just it's just been fun to watch. It's just been fun to watch, and all the games have been yeah, yeah. It's going to be know, competitive and. Yeah, and and you know, and then that's, you know, I I I was one of the games that I was really enjoying the other night, and it, and I actually switched over to watch the Geelong game was was the North Melbourne and Adelaide game because I, I mean I've had a lot of fun watching Adelaide, uh, and uh, you know, and I I appreciate you know I was wondering why why when they were playing at Marvel and Adelaide was wearing their yellow alt- alternate um, jumpers with and most of them had long sleeves on I'm thinking to myself. Why the yellow ball? And and Brian Barish, who works with the USAFL, sent me a note on Twitter and said, "Well, if it's at Marvel, they generally use the yellow ball. If it's indoors, and it's like I didn't realize that, so uh, I learned something there. So Brian, thanks for thanks for pointing that out because I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, what? You know, it's it it has been you know it has been so far to me it's been a really good season and I, and I you know there've been some you know there've been some some close games you know the the ruse you know, and I I was doing something during the course of that game and I'd actually started it uh prior to that game because I I have an interview coming out this week uh that I did a couple weeks ago with Donald McDonald that played with the Hawks or with the Kangaroos and uh you know Luke's father and you know, when I talked to him, he had talked. He had mentioned to me that that he and his son and one of his teammates who had had to step away from the game uh, due to concussions concerns had started to do like a they were starting to do like a, a video talk show or discussion thing, and they had not really gone where they'd wanted it to. And he said, you know, they were thinking about starting it up again. And I and I mentioned, I said, you know, maybe doing a podcast would be, you know, a little bit easier to get off the ground because you're only doing the audio, and. He said, "Well, that's that may be the case." And I and I mentioned to him, I said, "Well, I'd be more than happy to put together you know, like a list of like some of the different you know places where I went and found information when I got off. You know, I got mine started and that sort of thing, and kind of like checklists and stuff that you should you know look at as far as putting putting one together." So I'm putting this all together and I'm getting ready to email it to him as I'm watching the game, and I've got the e- I'm writing the email and I'm just getting ready to hit send as Luke McDonald is getting caught in an awkward position and, and, and tearing his pectoral muscle. And I thought, I don't need to send this email right now. So I, I held off for it <laughs> onto it. I, I, I held onto it for a couple of days. I didn't send it. Cause I thought they've got, you know, he's got Tiny. other things to worry about right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like, right. you know, you know, cause they, I mean, they lost him and uh, Zerhar in the span of like 10 seconds in that game in the, in the same like the same cluster of action there, you know, when he hear, he heard his chest and Zerhar, you know, uh, had a concussion and, you know, they, and they don't have a lot of, you know, a lot of depth to begin with there. I mean, they're definitely playing their youngsters. Yeah. You know, which, uh, <clears throat> and they you know, so they're competitive for, for, for good yeah. parts of that game too. I think, yeah. You know. Well, I turned on the Geelong, yeah, I turned on the Geelong D's game and I, uh, and I, I saw the, I saw the final, for the cats game, you know, pop up on the, on this, or saw their final pop up in the cats game and that, that, that they'd lost by like 40 points. I'm like, wait a minute. They were lead. They were leading by four points in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, the, the uh, Adelaide, Adelaide scored 52 points in the fourth quarter. It yeah. was just, it was crazy. 
Well, and, and, and we had I, weekend I, without those kind of games, right? The St. Kilda game was similar. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. You know, just these ebbs and flows, and um, it's just I, I just like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, I just don't have enough time in the day, unfortunately, to watch every single match, and and mm-hmm. um, and I wish I could because you know I, I don't remember a season, you know, at least in recent memory that that where there wasn't a game that I wasn't excited to look at, even even. Even some of the teams that are yeah. low on the on the on the ladder, you know, it's just a different. It's got a different vibe about it this year, and and it doesn't mean you still don't have those com- ultra competitive, you know, sort of grunty type games. Melbourne Geelong was a bit yeah. that way, and so was Port and Richmond. You know, they weren't yeah super high scoring or f- up and back and forwards. You know, it was just it was still a bit of the old school grunt and grind, but it was just right, had a right. different feel about it. And, and um and it's been that's been just a delight to really watch so far this season. So, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna run and let you go here, Chris, okay. uh, Craig, and, and see if you can get callers on the, yeah, on I'm gonna the get, line here. But I'm gonna get Chris wa- on here in just a sec. Yep. Yeah, I just wanted to check in briefly, and uh, and um, you know, now uh, Melbourne and Geelong is over with. We can uh, you're, yeah. you know, we can just reasonably talk about everybody else. So uh, well. We- I, well, I don't think I don't think we were unreasonable f- before. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not yeah, at all. I don't think uh, we were unreasonable in the least. Yeah. No, okay, but cool. it's an exciting time as a Melbourne yes. supporter. Uh, you know, Clayton Oliver just signed for another couple of years, and um, sounds like Petrarch is, uh, despite the Collingwood rumors, um, you know, seems like he's pretty keen on uh, sticking around. So wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't, wait a minute. Know. I don't know about the I don't know about the Collingwood rumors, but they just got themselves out of salary cap hell. How can they afford to even consider well, bringing somebody of his stature in and putting themselves right back in it again? That was the crazy part about the the story, you know, was he was a Collingwood supporter growing up. I think that's the only real connection uh, that that folks are probably uh, drawing from. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, I mean, I you know, I think, um, and you know, we deal with it over here in the states, obviously, with all the superstar players. You know, you, all these rumors that go along with are they going to stay or are they going to go? And, right, right. Um, you know, no different in the AFL, really. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I uh, yeah, I can't – I don't think Collingwood has any – I mean, I think they've freed up some salary cap. That was kind of the purpose of the Trelaw and Phillips and Stevenson's moves moves last year. But, you know, I don't – they certainly – you know, Petrarca's under contract for at least two more years, so they'd have to trade for him, and I don't think they have much trade – uh, value in their in their books, so uh, you know it's just rumors stuff. Yeah, you know? I mean, I don't think I don't think they would want to uh, to trade away some of their youngsters. I mean, they're 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 going to have to start playing them. I mean, you know, Scott Pendlebury is Scott Pendlebury is yeah. what, he's in his sixteenth year, so he's in his early thirties. You know, he's kind of in the same position as Joel Selwood in terms of you know chronology. Oh, right. And that yeah. was kind of the odd thing about getting rid of Stevenson, I thought, and even Trelaw, you know, um, they're pretty young. And, you know, right, you right. Think if you're going to click salary cap to, to build on, you sort of, you know, it's hard to get rid of those stalwarts. But Hawthorne does it, you know, fairly effectively. They got rid of Sam Mitchell and Jordan Lewis and Luke Hodge, all kind of within the same, you know, two, three year window. Um, you know, you'd think that maybe Collingwood might have taken a different approach and, and looked at the, you know, the Adams, uh, sorry, the uh, Pendleberries and and um, 
you know, side bottoms and those those players that are a little bit on the back end of the career. Yeah. Versus a Stevenson and a and a Trelaw. It just it was really but you, quite. You have to you have to find puzzling. somebody be, to. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's quite puzzling, and I'd be interested if the Collingwood supporters that you know could explain that one. But uh, yeah. Um, well, I would think you'd yeah. have to find somebody that would want to take on an older um, player, you know, with that, sure. you know, that's kind of a well. Okay, maybe he and does look, like I the fish this, and wants to live in the coast. Yeah, <laughs> the Suns would be a great. You know, I look at the Suns; they tried it with Gary Ablett, you know, and yeah, yeah. you know, to some success. But I mean, you look at a young, youngish type team. Although they're not getting as young as you know, they're not as young as they used to be, and. Um, you know, so yeah, I you know, it's a, it's a good question. I, I, you know, trust me, as a Melbourne supporter, there's no, I'm not feeling any sympathy for Collingwood. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, you know, they can sit on the bottom of the ladder for as long as they like. Uh, <laughs> so, please, you know, the football so, guys, well, well, Melbourne Premiership, Collingwood Wooden Spoon, heaven. That that works for you then. So out of, <laughs> I'm going to ask you this here. You've got six clubs right now that are one and three. Which of the which of these six do you think makes finals? The Magpies, the Bombers, the Suns, the Lions, Giants, or the Hawks? I think the only one only one for me that would be Brisbane out of the, that yeah. group. Um, I, I don't see any of the others uh, winning enough games. I think some of them can move up the ladder a little bit, but I think Brisbane's just had a real rough draw. Like you said earlier, mm-hmm. they should be two and two. I did hear you say that. Yes. Uh, yes. So but remember, um, I I didn't I didn't see anything. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, they've had a tough draw and they've been stuck in Melbourne now for a few or Victoria for a couple of weeks. So um, I think Brisbane will come good. Um, um, but yeah, out, out of the rest of them, you know, I think the other teams will will win games. They'll you know, but um, I don't see them making finals. I think the top. You know, I think the the you know it's too early to say the top eight right now is 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 it, and then way too early for that. But uh, you know, you know, because I'd be interested to see how Melbourne hold up and Sydney holds up and Adelaide, Adelaide's up there too. Yeah, um, I think the Bulldogs will be there the whole year, uh, no doubt about it. Yeah, I, um, I do too. I think I, I yeah. I'm beginning to reassess my my uh, my grand final prediction, and and as of right now, I. Who'd you have? Geelong I could, and I, well, I I had Geelong and, and West and the Bulldogs playing in in the grand oh. final, and I still I, th- I still think the Bulldogs are going to be there. I think they might win the whole darn thing now, and I I didn't yeah. I didn't have the I I think I had them finishing fifth, and then knocking off one of the top four teams in the in the in the second second round of finals. No, they they are you've got yeah. to say they're the favorite uh, this early in the year, but lot a lot of footy to play yet, but. Uh, um, no, they look very right, right. good, very good indeed. You know, um, like I said, it's just been a joy to watch games every week, and um, it's too bad it's not on Fox over here um, for, yeah. the, for the rest it's... of the country to look at. You know that. You know that's really a. I, I don't get that at all. But um, I know well, you're we've, trying we've got to. A, we have lobby. We have well, and and I don't. I don't want to tick. I'm not. I don't want to tick off. You know the AFL either. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, hopefully I'm not making them mad by, by putting those posts out there. I, and I guess maybe I shouldn't care too much about it if I am. No, I wouldn't care at all. Keep doing it, Craig. You know, yeah. I, you know, yeah. You know, push it, push it hard. And, you know, it's just, I don't understand it. You had a great opportunity coming off of 2020 where you got a lot of eyeballs yeah. on footy and, 
Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think you made a, beautiful, well, a point I never thought of, which is with the population in the US, you, uh-huh. know, you don't need a big percentage to watch the footy to match yeah. what you see in Australia. I mean, just based on on patient uh, based on volume. population. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's, um, well, and- it's a great point. Well, think about what is also happening here. You know, I don't, I don't know, uh, like your television that you know that you use. Do you have like cable or satellite or anything like that or that sort of thing? Or yeah, direct TV. Um, but uh, but I, you okay. know, I'm watching it on the app now. I have to watch it on watch. <clears throat> right, it, right. Know, what? Well, I was I was going to reference what's happening with baseball here in the states because, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if you watch the Twins play very often or not, but. Uh, sure. um, yep. Yeah, but you've got, you know, they've, they've got the, uh, my, I'm not sure what the regional stuff, like the Fox, it's, it's the regional sports network sports that carries, North, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. is it still that or is it, be, has it become Bally's well, Bally's now? now. Bally's yes. just bought it, yeah. Yeah, be, because, you know, S- Sinclair bought all of those from Fox and they, they massively overpaid from them, for them. So those things, they're, they they're, no they only, yeah, they only have, they only have those games right now being offered on, I think on, DirecTV or Dish, one of the two. Those RSNs, those the Bally Sports are yeah. only on those and the local cable TV things. The the streaming services, Hulu Live, YouTube TV, Fubo, Sling, have none of the regional sports networks this year. So mm-hmm. you, you know, in yeah. terms of like watching, like like what and where I am, you know, because we use YouTube TV, we don't have access to it. You know, we don't. And so I, to me, I, you know, to me, I think, you know, Sinclair and Bally's are trying to, you know, they're, they seem to be happy with a hundred percent of nothing instead of like 70% of what they wanted in terms of the fees to carry the games. So they're not, they're not making a nickel off of those streaming services. Yeah. So to me, that, that gives us, you know, there's, there's an even better, better opportunity for people who can't watch the baseball they want to watch to have another live sport to watch. Right. I mean, to me, that would be something where, where, well, where FS1, FS2 would jump on this and realize that 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 St. Clair has really dropped the ball on this. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's a brilliant point. You should be a um, you know marketing guy for the for the USAFL or the AFL in in the US. I think you make you know. I mean, it, it's just a missed opportunity, yeah. big time. And uh, well, you know, the folks at Afan are working really hard on that. I know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're working hard, and I check their and I check their site almost years. every day. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's been no. There hasn't been a stronger stronger support of footy in in the U.S. than their fan of folks. And um, right, right. You know, so you know, I don't know. Maybe something will come about as this, as the year progresses. But um, it's just disappointing that that yeah. they don't have something on the on the local yeah. channels here. But but the the app isn't doing a nice job. I like those mini mini preview uh, mini reviews of the games. You can go to about twenty minutes and you can kind of plow through the each uh, match highlight. If you look on the mm-hmm. app, have you seen that, Craig? Uh, Craig? I haven't. Been, I haven't. Can... I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. So if you go on the app, go into match highlights on the okay. Watch AFL app, and they have that eighteen minute sort of. Um, you know, reviews of each game. So okay, get, cool. It's a little bit more than it used to be. It used to be like mm-hmm. five or six minutes. Yeah, yeah. You don't have all day to watch the games. You can watch every game in about, you know, an hour and a half. So um, it's definitely a nice little uh, – they've just added that this year on the on the Watch AFL app. So, um, yeah, hit, the, hit that highlight um, button. 
is so, is, um, is is now where I mentioned that uh, the only game that I did not watch this weekend so far is Gold Coast and Carlton. I've watched the other. <laughs> I, I've I've already watched the other eight. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh boy, you're a trooper! I tell you, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Well, I mean, you it's, must never sleep. Well, you know, during the for the Geelong game, I got up. Uh, I got up at at six o'clock Saturday morning, and I went to bed at five o'clock Sunday morning. Oh God! Yeah, I'm impressed. Oh, I, that's I, awesome. And then I got. I think I got up at nine thirty on Sunday morning. Then, so oh, yeah, geez. it was a. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't have anywhere to go because uh, my 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 van is still in the shop being repaired. So, <laughs> no, not that, not that again. Oh, geez. Well, well, that's yeah, that's not uh, fixed, huh? For, well, it's supposed to be done. Was supposed to be done Thursday, but they're still waiting on a couple parts yet. So they said the twenty third now. So yeah, forty eight hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the culprit is still loose. Still at large, yes. I, I hope he's still looking mm. for his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, yeah. on that note, Craig, I'll let you go. Um, okay. It's been fun to chat. Hey, we'll, Yipper, uh, we'll have a great evening. And uh, enjoy the rest you of the bet. podcast. You do okay. a fantastic job. You're doing a wonderful job. Thanks, Tony. Job. I, I, man, I really yeah. appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate it. No Thanks worries. so very we'll much. catch you soon. Yipper, yeah. have a great Bye-bye. evening. Cheers. Bye-bye. All right, that was uh, Tony Davis, uh, the son of uh, former D. Frank Davis. Um, I interviewed Tony uh, a couple months ago, maybe well, a few weeks ago, I guess, for the podcast uh, to talk about his uh, his beloved D's. Um, so, Chris, if you want to hop on there, sir, go ahead and hop back up there to the guest call-in thing there, and I'll get you on here right now. Then, okay, so. If you want to, if you want to get on there, because I know that you guys, you know, he popped up there right before you did. So if you want to hop on, we'll get you. Um, if you put your email address down there where you're typing the messages there, I'll go ahead and add you to it then. And you'll, it'll send it to you then. And you can go ahead and uh, call in from there then. Or it'll link to you and send you the link to you right to your phone then. So you want to go ahead and do that. So, you know, one of the things that... Uh, well, that's happening. You know, again, I, I was talking about the, the the most impressive things of the round. I just, I was just amazed by watching the. Uh, I didn't see the uh, the Adelaide fourth quarter yet because I'm still watching the uh, the fourth quarter of that game. So while I haven't watched Gold Coast and Carlton yet, I also haven't finished up the fourth quarter of the uh, of the um, Adelaide and uh, North Melbourne game yet either. So. I need to I need to do that, um, but you know that that St Kilda comeback was just was was unbelievable against a you know a really really good team, you know against the Eagles. I mean that was just that was just crazy. You know one of the other things that I was uh, wanting to talk about um, this week was uh, yeah I ran across an article and it's been about five or six days ago since it came out and it was a uh, a discussion that uh, that was had where uh, um, Damian Hardwick had um, made mention of using a player loan program like they use in soccer in Europe. And uh, 
I thought that was rather interesting. Uh, Chris, I think you should have it uh, showing up in your email, the link for you to hop on there then. So you'll just need to check your email real quick. Okay, that should get you there. But the, you know, the, the player loan thing, I thought, like I said, was a, was a rather interesting prospect. And, you know, I was wondering about this, you know, sort of thing, because, again, you know, what, one of the neat things about footy, about the AFL, is the fact that they have the trade period at the, you know, at the end of the season around draft time, and then that's it. Now, you have the, the midseason draft where you can bring in one additional player to maybe replace <clears throat> an injury or something of that nature if you want to do that. But beyond that, there's not a whole lot of options. So, so Damon Hardwick was proposing the idea of, of a loaner program for players to where if you had a player who was a younger player who you wanted to get some experience you know, at the AFL level, and maybe there was a club that had been decimated by injuries at a certain position. I guess this happens in like European soccer. I don't, I'm not a soccer fan, so I don't know the specifics of this, that maybe uh, that they could, uh, they could possibly have that player go and play for another club. Uh, and it was, I thought it was a rather interesting idea. I'm not, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, uh, um, a mixed bag kind of a situation for, for, for the players, you know, I guess that you would have, uh, you know, the ability to recall a, um, a player if you needed to. And I think that the, the name that, that, that was mentioned and it was, uh, it was talked about in a Cal Twomey, uh, article. And I'm going to link, I'll link to the article in the show notes. Um, And it uh, it it referenced the the uh, I think the gentleman's name that he talked about was Samson Ryan, who's a, a twenty year old ruck that uh, is two hundred and six centimeters tall, but is not uh, um, you know has not played at the at the senior level yet. And the the question is as to whether or not um, whether or not they. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, do this invite here real quickly here. We'll send that there. Okay. Uh, Chris, it says that you have it already. Um, so I think that you maybe just have to, to push that and it should let you in then. Okay. It should let you in. But, you know, I was wondering about this, this loaner system. And again, I guess it gets your player some experience, you know, but the the uh, I think it's the link that that should have come in the email to you, Chris. I believe is what you're going to need to click on there. I've I've not done it from your end or from your vantage point, so I believe that's what it looks like. You should have like a a hyperlink that should should, should bring you right into this and allow you to join it and, and 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 come in. Then that should be in your email. It should be okay. Huh. I don't know why it's not working then. Um, let me. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure why it's not working right now, Chris. I, I don't know. Um, let me. 
Yeah, I think you have to push the call thing there. Yeah, I believe that's what you have to push. There we go. Now you're on there. Hello, sir. Hello. And you sound like you're next. You sound like you're next door again. Am I really? Yes, you do. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, but I don't like this is a new phone, so this is all new to me. So there you go, mate. Yeah. yeah, I'm great. How about yourself? Well, I'm great. I, I just, I just seen your thing on, and I, and I just pushed it because this is a good phone. Like anyway, long story. I'll get. I'll let you go. You keep going, and we'll just just let things roll, eh? Okay. Yeah, but it's uh. You're, you're, so, you're the boss. I'm just I'm just the apprentice. Well, so are you? Uh, you know. Are, we'll, we'll ju- what are your? I don't know if you heard what I was saying there about the, the the player loan system. What do you you know, you know if you had you know because you know, for example they mentioned uh, they mentioned Gold Coast whose ruck position has just been decimated this year. Um, yeah. They've lost you know they've lost I think pretty much all of their rucks. It's very similar to what happened with Sydney with Sydney last year because I I don't think I don't think Sydney had anybody that was over six feet tall playing for them after about round eight. I mean they were yeah. they were just they had, they had all of their their talls were. were you, know, hurt you, know last year. you know what's wrong? You know what's wrong, Geelong, don't you? No, I know. Yeah. No, no, no. They got two youngsters there. One's an ex basketball Olympic yeah. uh, prospect. The other one's one from the West, and they're, they're guns. They, they will be guns, but they don't get a shot, Craig. Right, right. Yeah. You know, and, like. <laughs> now you go. You go. No, I was just going to say, is it? You know, do you? Uh, do you do you sit somebody down like uh, like Reese Stanley to play these guys? I mean, you know, well, Stanley that's, when that's he's healthy. Whole, yeah, yeah. See, that's the whole thing. Like, I believe myself that Chris Scott really hasn't had the brains of how a, 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 a good ruckman works. When he used to play, he used to fight him up. He used to get in the back line and, and smash into him. Fair dinkum. He was yeah. he's, he's the height is. I used to get into him. That was his job. Believe me, if you watch a bit of replays, he goes I'll and takes to... he's got his jump he's got his jumper off in five seconds. Yeah, so, I'll have to go the, Chris Scott, the Chris Scott we have as a as a coach, he's completely different. And you know, all that hoo ha about the danger thing and then like I don't reckon he deserved to get out myself or what they made a case of him, poor bugger, out for three. And, and look what happened after that. And then on top of that, like the Chris Scott thing with the Brisbane Lions, like Neil was saying stuff and like, oh, I just thought it got out of, you know, look, it's media. Media makes so much of things. He, he did. They, they get a bit carried away of the Scott boys because they, they played hard, mate. When they play, they right. played. You, you do well to get a kick on them, I tell you. And But I have followed his career since he was, when he first played and, he used to play full forward, believe it or not. He won Rising of the Star the first year. So anyway, he's a hard one to pick, Chris Scott. Like, our last coach was easy to pick. This bloke's hard man to... to um, he, he's, he's a bit of a mystery. I wouldn't say mystery, the wrong word, but you can't get a gauge of him, Craig. Like, you watch his press conferences and you're sort of like... You know, like you just have to like just let it roll. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what you the know, summer for all my life. I saw the dis- the discussion that I think that he had it on. Uh, I think it was on Footy Classified, where you know he was, yeah, yeah, you know, he yeah, was talking about yeah. how it was, how you know, being a head, being a the senior coach was was a bad job, and I and I know that yeah. that that got taken out of context, and that was you know that was something that's that right. that he had to walk back, and it was like that's not exactly what I meant, but 
Yeah, I, th- I think I think had he had a chance to say that again, I think he would have said it's an extraordinarily well, stressful job. Like, yeah, like they asked him whether he's proud of. Yeah, whether well, Brad should come back. Would, would want to coach again? Like his brother's not going to want to coach again, mate. He's in. He's been sitting back. But the feet put up. He's been there, done that. He got bagged when he coached North. I think he's going to go back and coach North again. I, I couldn't believe an article just recently say, why wouldn't you have Brad Scott back and coach? Why would he go backwards? I mean, have a look at the way North are. Like, hopefully we can give him a good run, you know, do what we need to do this week. But, I mean, gee where's like, why would you go back coaching, like, like in Brad's situation? Yeah. Like, I thought, what a, what a ridiculous thing from the media to say, you know? Like, he, he couldn't do a good thing right there. And, and the media, the, the Scott boys are really, I'll tell you the other one when you're talking about earlier about Collingwood, Eddie Maguire, mate, the wheels are off. Like, you wouldn't believe it. Like, oh, like, like, we know what happened in the off season, but now, now he's resigned, like, as the, as the president. I, I think he's like a little boy with no toys, mate. He's got, where's all these lollies? Like, you know, and you're a kid and he got this and he got that. And you take a few things, you take the presidency of him, he doesn't know what to do. Well, you know, I, and I can understand. I can understand that in a way because he's he's had what yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. 20 years yeah. of being the club president yeah. and, right. and that just right. you know that just that just is gone like overnight. Yeah. I, mean, so I, 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 I understand the fact that he's you know he's looking a little yeah. forlorn and a little bit lost. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah, I, I understand it. I you understand it a lot of the time. A lot of the time he got into trouble, Craig, like with racial things and stuff like that. Because he's mouth, matey. <laughs> his mouth got him in all that trouble, like. Yeah. But yeah, he had so yeah. many, he's, he's got so many spitfires going. He's the he's the host on his show, you know. He was the the millionaire show. He was he was the president. He was you name it. He he was had that many spotfires around in the hot coals. It's not funny, and and he's a journalist, you know. This is the right. thing, you know, like. And then and then 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 does commentary like on on his games. I mean. It's it's too much, you know what I mean? It's too much. I mean, let me ask anyway. you. This, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let me yeah. ta- let me toss this one out there. Uh, yeah. When when can we expect? And and I don't watch this show, but I'm going to ask anyway. When can we yeah. expect to see Eddie McGuire on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Is that you want me to make, make me laugh or something? <laughs> put him in a skirt. Know. Yeah, we'll put him in a skirt. We'll put him in a skirt, mate, because a lot of people don't like Eddie McGuire, so we they like to get into him. I personally, because he last simply said about Scott, now that didn't impress me what he said mm-hmm. about making, like he, he said, like to me, even before that, he had a lot of time for the Scott boys. Brad used to be assistant at Collingwood a long time back, so he, he, he feared the Scott boys. Now, I really look at him and I sort of feel, I feel different things when I look at him. Like, I feel a bit of sorrow. I feel a bit – I understand he's passionate. I yeah, feel yeah. that when he's not – when he was president, he stood for something. And I feel that because he's not that, that seems to be, like, a huge part. Like, I understand everything you said. I really do. And but with him, it's even more – it's like it's like, it's like God to him, I reckon. And I don't know. I think he's lost his, his ball bearings, mate, just between you and the and, yeah. and, 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 and the kitchen sink because – and, I think and he's a bit lost. And and hopefully the hundreds of people that are going to listen to this episode as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which way? Which way? Which way is that one going to go? <laughs> well, we're, we're we're not we're not going to print your address. Don't worry about that. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which we could, but we won't. Yeah. yeah. So you're, 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 so what do you, you know, I, I'd mentioned that, you know, this loan program as you, as you were signing on there, I don't know if you heard it, but uh, Cal, Cal Toomey mentioned that he had, he had a, uh, a different idea where he basically said that they should have, um, that they should have the ability, yeah, that every club should have the ability to sign any delisted unrestricted free agent yeah. whenever they need to. And he, and he mentioned he, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but I think he was a, uh, he was a ruck that got delisted by, Gosh, uh, I think he said Essendon. It might have been Melbourne yeah, from last year. Matter, he said could, could help them right now. Yeah. Right. But, you know, it's uh, – I can't remember the – I was, I was listening to the ep- to that, that podcast why, episode just, when I was yeah. – yeah, but when I was taking my dogs for a walk today. But I was wondering what – what do you think about that? Is that – do you think that's a, a, a good idea to help try to stabilize a club? Well, I suppose if they're struggling a bit, it's it's obviously – you know, you can you can be a bit – if you're in that department, a bit, a bit bare, so to speak. Um, you know, have another draft. That one coming through a little bit. I don't know that much about it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough of what you're saying, but it sounds that I'd just say yes as a short answer. If yeah. if if they're in that yeah. sort of department, you know, you know, the other thing that gets me is a lot of the money the AFL used to have in 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 like because they get such big crowds and stuff. I always thought, why don't they have a um, thing for injured players or where, like, a bloke like our bloke that went to Brisbane, I hope he doesn't do well there, just quietly, you know, the bloke, cocker too. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, yeah. no, I'm saying that in tongue-in-cheek, of course, because the other bloke went there, you know, little um, the little forward, um, Link McCarthy. McCarthy, he's, yeah. He's only missed a couple of matches, Craig. Right, right. So, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, why, why I thought, why don't they have a, a fund or something for players like that that they can't work out or can't get going and, and they really struggle? And, and to all this money like they'd have for like all the fines that they send to this MRO. You know what I think of the MRO, don't you? That, that when right, I try right. to say that in that podcast to you about, you can see a little bit now what I was trying to say, I think. Mm-hmm. All, yep, all those yeah, fines and uh... that money, I thought instead of them beefing it up grand final day, you know, trying to get bands and stuff like that from overseas, or doesn't that go into, you know, like a sort of a disadvantage sort of fund or so for the players, mate, yeah, you know, yeah. because they're getting it off the players yeah, and, anyway. And, you know, I, I wonder, you know, like... Yeah, you know, I wonder as far as, you know, the, the you know, the, the, the this uh, delisted free agent thing here, you know, I know that this is something that, you know, that a lot of footy purists don't like, Um but you know, I, I've often wondered, you know, in in the case of, for example, uh, the Kangaroos, you know, they are in they are rebuilding right now, mm-hmm. and yes, yeah, and you know, definitely. they need as many quality young players yeah. on that list as they possibly can. Well, you know, if yeah, yeah. if if the AFL did something like, you know, many other sports leagues around the world do. And, I, and again, I'm just tossing this out here. I'm not saying they absolutely would have to yeah, do yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, to where they no, could actually, right. you know, they could actually like trade players during the season. You know, Gold Coast, if Gold Coast was, you know, two and two or three and one right now, and their ruck situation was all screwed up, and and they're, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, you could see them about, possibly looking to bring in Todd Goldstein. What about what about that young fellow that that got injured again, and he's so 
you know, how the age is and the way so the way he is like a footy, isn't he? Isn't he amazing? Yeah. Young um, I can't think of his name, but he did oh, his injury Matt, hard in the shoulder. Matt, Matty Rowles, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got a shot against Geelong last year, and he only play. He goes in so hard, mate. I, I admire everything he does, but I don't know whether he'll last. You know, he goes in that hard. Yeah. He's only played a handful of games, yeah. and you know, you know, six. his passion is unbelievable, mate. Like, yeah, he's yeah. six, and he, he got he nine Brownlow or whatever votes he got. Every- yeah, and it's just you know, and I, I hope he has a a lengthy, lengthy career. But you know, career. you know, if yeah. Gold Coast was. Yeah, you know, if Gold Coast was was in a position to to try to push for finals, you know, and and you know, you know, Todd Goldstein maybe wanted to have one more shot at playing finals before he retired, you know, you know, and and I guess in this situation you'd have to maybe say the the player the player would have to agree to the trade, but you know, maybe Goldstein yeah. says, you know what, maybe I, maybe I do want to go try to you know go win a premiership with with this club here, you know, and and you know then you know, the, the, the Ruse, yeah, well the Ruse can maybe then get, get a couple of yeah. Long tried to go. get him, and he's, uh, he he said I'm staying with North. I'd say yeah, yeah, North, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was just yeah. I was just using him as an example there. I mean, you could probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you could probably find right. that with, right? You know, you could, you know, you could maybe find somebody hey, from, you know, from hey. from Hawthorne, you know, who were well, rebuilding hey, as well. That Rance, you know that Rance, yeah, yeah, you know that Rance just played from for Richmond. Richmond. Uh, he's evidently uh-huh. reportedly playing in Western Australia. Now, Western well, Brisbane is all. I thought, I, I, I could be wrong. I thought it was Western Australia was playing uh, in that league, but it could be Brisbane. Um, but then they linked, they linked him. A, a, they're all rumours. I don't know. Like that, that, that wasn't supposed to be a rumour. He was supposed to be playing Western Australia, but but I thought, why, why would you play with these other sides? Why wouldn't you just come back straight back to Richmond anyway? It's all rumour. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, they do all right with him yeah. anyway. <laughs> no, that's that's true. Look that's what happened true. to us. We, so. We, we only played two yeah. quarters in that grand final, and we don't know how to play four quarters against a side that just goes hell for leather and just plays full chaotic football. It's it's, it's interesting to see what yeah. Sydney did to to Richmond, but but it's only early yet. Well, you know, you what? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and I and I, I wonder about I wonder about Sydney this year. You know, if uh, if Buddy Franklin is in and out of the 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 lineup yeah, yeah, every yeah. every other week the kind of the kind of continuity that's going to be there i mean i you know do, do the kids do the kids when he's yeah, playing do, do yeah. they do they end up trying to you know get the ball into buddy's yeah. hands to get him his yeah, good point. his, yeah, that's his good thousand point. goals i mean is or does yeah, that stymie their development yeah i just well i i kind of yeah, every kind side of about that for yeah, that's a good point it's a good point every side buddy's played for even Hawthorne, they used to go too buddy much because it's a bit like Geelong probably will with Cameron and and that, but anyway, they they'll have to work it out themselves. But yeah, but yeah, the feel I have with Cameron, for example, is he's hammy. Oh, I don't know, mate. I I I get the feel with him that it's a bit of a watch and see sort of thing on every game he plays. When when he gets okay. out there, I don't know if he's going okay. to play this week. Honestly, it's it's just a whisper. I'm not. So, I, I get the feel with him that. He's a bit one of those, like Craig. Like we gave up three trade picks, yeah. and a lot of people had arguments back and forth. That they hated it first, then the Geelong, then they wanted Abram. Oh, we got Cameron, we got Cameron. But at the moment, they go, "Oh, where is he? Where is he?" So, right, but, right. but it's not that. I'm sort of well, getting at. I'm not sure about his injuries. Hammy, like he does a lot of running. See, so 
he, he's a forward that does a lot of running. So really, that's not going to really help the Hammy if he's got a if he's got a dicky Hammy. You know, like I just get the feel with him that he's very good, and maybe you just use him very good, and then go and have a rest, mate. Well, you because, know, you know, you Hawkins know. Hawkins comes up the ground quite a bit as well. So maybe yeah, maybe they're going to be able maybe they're going to be able to leave Cameron inside well, inside the forward fifty and let just let Hawkins continue to come forward then. Well, I think they're going to do it the other way, but but. See what Hawkins did there. The other fellow didn't do it. But see the eye on the fellow. No, right. just like, yeah. like did, there was nothing in that, Craig. Like you know, yeah. honestly, like if you watch yeah. that, he's not an aggressive player. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. was aggressive. Yeah. What would he do to some bloke? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Like, he, he was, was a brand. My brand used to play. Yeah, as that a was man, man, yeah. He's sure that he's, or, or if he was like Scotty Green, I, I used to thought be. he's lucky. He'll probably go. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a few others too well, with that too. Well, Tony, Tony gets <laughs> But you know what? I you would, have, try to I grab would, your eyes underneath the pack, which I didn't like that. Yeah. They're not a good look that one, but anyway. I'll tell. I'll tell you what, though. I, I, I'll be. I will. I'll, I've said it. I've said it now a number of times, and I say this every episode when I talk about him. There are two. There are two players that I would love to have playing on my team, whatever team that was. I'd love to have Brody. My. I'd love to have Brody yeah. Myacek playing for me, and I'd love to have Toby Green playing for me. I just they they, they are both are just. Yeah, they're, they're they're both just you know a couple of guys that just you know Myacek I think is just like a Swiss Army knife. You know he's not he's not a he's not an expert at anything, but he does everything really well. But he's not he doesn't he doesn't excel at anything, but he does everything pretty good and pretty well. So I would love to have him playing on my side. Toby's the X factor that can he's got that extra what he's got, but he's a bit of a stirrer. Well, he's got, he's got that out of his game, but he's a little bit of a he's got that sort of swagger about him. Like mm-hmm. he's just yep. Toby. Yep. Yes, exactly. This, you know, he's just I'm Toby Green. Sort of this is who I am. You know, but. Yep. He got out there, and they're characters. That's what he settled down a little bit. Well, he was captain over the week. I watched him, and I said to myself, "Why do we watch this bloke? There's something about it. we we all jump on his wagon. He, there's those sort of blokes you do, and you watch him to see him to do well. I, I don't know. I said, "Well, he's Toby Green, but that's we all we're all watching. We all get well, he's Toby Green. So we we get it's like a Toby Green show. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, yeah. Some blokes just have that charisma about him. He, he and love hate sort of relationship too. So. Anyway, he's a character, and we, we like him for his footy. Um, see, he, he followed Steve Johnson. He, he loved Steve Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, our bloke, uh, and 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 sort of Steve Johnson was a bit, um, he was a bit bit cranky, like great footballer. But was he a little he, aggressive he too? Have, oh, he was. He was. He, he used to do the niggle too, which I didn't. Okay. I didn't think he needed to do because well, I do it, Steve, because you, you just kick the goals, play footy, mate. But he couldn't help himself. Yeah, yeah, and you know, silly, silly stuff, and right. he couldn't help himself. So it's a bit, a bit, a bit of that in Steve Johnson, also. See, and Toby Green loves, loves him. So he loves him because of the time he spent there. And, and I think, yeah. I think he's Steve Johnson's yeah. back there now. I think he's back there with uh, the Giants in the coaching department, which we spent time at at Sydney. So mm-hmm. um, the other thing with Geelong, right? I don't like is the coaches, mate, because. They're all been together for a long time. It's like it's like the boys' club, mate. Yeah. Um, Chris Scott better better not be listening into this, but he, but he doesn't listen to anything as far as social media because I, he would like it. I, but 
And I mean, it's like the boys' club, like, they've got private sort of everything they have to say, like, if you watch other clubs, look, I, I, I'll say constructively Geelong, because I love Geelong, you know, I love Geelong, but right, they're right. so private right. in what they do. If you watch other clubs, they, 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 the coaches will say what they want to say and stuff like that. There's no big deal. Geelong, they're so, like, if you watch Chris Scott, you're not watching too much, believe me. <laughs> Although now with his hair and his suntan and his, he looks like one of a movie star like that. But well, anyway, that's a, that's another story. Yeah. He's he's different. He's a different, but he's a different animal, and he's a different bloke to what it used to he played. So yeah. it's, a, it's a funny one to get a read on him, Craig. And you'll get no read on him if you watch the press conferences. And I really read I, when he, I look at him when he's in the box and that. And did you watch yeah. him over the weekend? He contained himself. He didn't. He didn't move. He didn't do anything. I reckon he got conned in by the Eddie Maguire thing, saying the the, the umpires were getting dysfunctional of his, his his movement in the box. So I reckon he's gone. Oh, I better stay still. I better not do anything. He, uh, if you watched him, he, he stayed calm as a, like a little lamb, mate. You know what I yeah. thought? Wow, oh, look at this. Look at this. But anyway, he's he's yep. a funny one. What I get off Geelong is. We we've never really attacked under Chris Scott as a football side. We 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 sort of let the opposition come to us, and then we have a look at it, and then like a wrestle, like a wrestle, a wrestling game. Mm-hmm. And and I always thought, you know, if we're a couple of goals up, like we were in a couple of those last two matches, we needed then to push forward. We didn't, and we got those last two quarters not not last game, one the other two, they come at us, and they should have won. Or the Brisbane one should have won the free kick, and then the Hawks come us. We stopped. We stopped. They kept coming. Now, I don't know whether that's fitness or what it is, but I've always looked at Geelong and said, you know, you've got to keep pushing, got to keep pushing. I keep thinking ahead how many points are in front of all that and keep saying, oh, just like Richmond do. They don't look at the scoreboard. They just worry about what you need to do. And that's that's great coaching, real. I mean, Hardwick, he's a good coach. However yeah. how, how you look at him or don't like him or whatever the success, they just do it by method. They don't worry about the scoreboard. And you got to admire that, although we don't if we, we're playing them soon. So yeah. It's, we, we'll have our different hat on then. So. No, you're, you're right about that. You're right about that. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to jump into my uh, my tips for this week yeah. here because it's uh, it's getting to be 9 o'clock right now. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to yeah. wrap this one up in the next uh, 20 yeah. minutes or so here. So let me I'm going to hop into my tips. But uh, oh, you're right, so, Mike. Let you go. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? I appreciate you uh, being patient getting on here tonight. Mate, I, mate, I this appreciate is a new phone. This is a new phone, the... so I just seen it. So I've just like been buzzing around different stuff, and what's this by accident? Like I haven't got the headphones <laughs> ready. This is just straight out, and I've just gone, and I kept pushing the button, and it kept making all these noises, and I've gone, oh, yeah. get off there, get off yeah. there. I don't know whether you heard. It. Was that coming over your side or not? No, uh-uh. I wasn't like, hearing oh. anything. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Oh, thank God for that, because you, you never saw it, mate. So I'm like, get off, Chris, get off. It kept, it kept buzzing because I kept pushing the, the, the call button. I'm like, get off, get off. So I've, I've gone off the whole app and then come back. But anyway, anyway, this is just a phone and uh, an yeah. upgrade from the other one. And, Good and deal. Look, how, look how clear that is. But anyway, isn't that great? No, no, it absolutely is, yeah. So one one last thing before – I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Tony. We've got there – yeah. there are six clubs right now that are one and three. You've mm. got – You've got uh, Collingwood, Essendon, Gold Coast, Brisbane, GWS, and Hawthorne. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see any of them being able to make the eight still? Collingwood, Essendon, Collingwood, Essendon, Collingwood, yeah. Essendon, Gold Coast, Brisbane, and GWS. 
Oh, definitely Bruce. Brisbane. Brisbane is still a chance in the top four. No, don't worry about that. They've got the potential to do that. It's uh, they've got Neil. He's got a sore back. They've got yeah. the potential to be a top four. Don't don't worry about that. Uh, they'll, they'll be in the top eight. The Lions are. Uh, don't worry about it. So, so they're, 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 that's a dead certainty. Brisbane to be in the top yeah. eight. Um, that, that's that's a, that's that's they're, they're up there. Don't worry about that. It's the other sides. The young ones are going really well. Like your ones that you haven't seen before. That's that's what's happening a little bit differently at the moment. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's what's new, which is, yeah, you know, that's all right. It's different, you know. Yeah, because right now, you, right now, four four of the teams in the top eight were not in the top eight last year. Yeah, well, that's right. The Melbournes, yeah. the, you know, the Sydneys, the, the Adelaide. Look, Adelaide, yeah. they're down the winning game last year. Um, yeah. It's only, it's only early, but um, you can see the ones that are playing with a bit of – they got a bit more than just what's going on. It's whether or not they can carry the journey or not. Um, I think Melbourne looks – they look good all around. That, that yeah. bloke Jackson, Geelong looked at him. He's a, that second ruck. They looked at him. He was on their books. They could have got him. Mm-hmm. This is going back to a draft system. They looked at him, and we all looked at him, the Geelong supporters, like Geelong Mayhem, and we thought, get him, get him. You know, they, they didn't get him. Yeah. But they got they got still two as I said before on on their list. There's, there's one's an ex Barth. He's a champion, Olympian. The other yeah. one is from the West. He's got he's more than got a little bit of potential. But see, this is the thing. They take a long time to play in Geelong, um, Craig. So anyway, right, I don't get right. caught up too much. So I'll let you go. Yeah, Sapatilus. Sapatilus is his name. Uh, yeah, T S. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's tall. He's got a good build. Good build on him too. 203 centimetres, 100 kilos. So he's yeah. already a pretty solid kid. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's so, got a good build on him. So he needs he needs to kind of, since he's coming from basketball, even if he is in Australia, he kind of needs yeah. to take the uh, – He, he, played, he the, played when he was a youngster. He played yeah. when he was juniors. He played footy, Aussies, Aussie rules. Okay. So he okay. knows the game. It's just a matter of getting connected. The other bloke from the West, he looks a real gun. But we won't see him, mate. We should be seeing him. Get him in there. We yeah. need a gun, Ruckman. Yeah. We, there's no spit on the list for two or three years. What's, anything could happen in two or three years. You know what I mean? Like – They've got they've got the other blokes there. They have a list. That's their problem, Craig. They have they've always had this bloke, this bloke, this bloke, but they're not in any pecking order. And that's mm-hmm. how I've judged Chris Scott. How he's gone. And I'm not a big fan of our midfield coach. You've heard me say that before. I'm not a big fan of young knights that used to play for Richmond. Well, look, I, I feel he's our, he's our weakness, but I've always felt that. You know what I mean? Do you think that uh, you know? I've I've heard a lot of people say that that when and if Chris Scott is let go or leaves the club that Matthew Scarlett would be the next senior coach. Yeah, well, they all love Matthew Scarlett because he's yeah. same as Corey and right, both in the box. It's mm-hmm. whether or not he can carry the whole, the big job, the be the big dog, you know what I mean? Right, right. Um, and, and the other thing with Chris Scott, the board love him, mate. No one wants him to go. Only, only Geelong right. supporters on Geelong right. when we lose. Everyone wants to throw, throw everything at him, but, but, the board still love him, and he's still got the percentage, best percentage of any. So I don't think he's not going to go nowhere. Right, right. And he just won't go anywhere. Simple as that. But um, I, I feel their weaknesses are there in the ruck and in the middle. It's been there for a long time, since their last premiership, basically. 
Yeah, which hope you know. Hopefully, they get things turned around, and they're just pacing themselves. Right oh, now. It'll turn around. It'll turn around. I'll yeah. start playing better footy. But to be the ultimate side, that's that's what I see when I look at them. I look at their weaknesses, and I, I have not this now. Even when they're really firing. Right. So anyway, right. I better let you go, mate. And um, okay. yeah, sounds good. Yep, I'm going to run through my tips here real quickly and call it yeah. an evening and get this published. All right, hey Chris, thanks for thanks for. Thanks for stopping on, man. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun talking with you again. No worries. No worries, okay. right? Yep, sir. No Cheers. Have a great evening or a great day, actually. Right. It's early for you. See ya. <laughs> bye bye. All right. There we go. That was Chris Hickey, who uh, I spoke to back in the beginning of my podcast. He was actually the first person that I interviewed. And, uh, if you go back and listen to that one, he has some fantastic stories, but I will let you know right now. I mean, his, uh, he's the like the great nephew, if I'm not mistaken, the great nephew of Red Chicky, who was a, a longtime great of Geelong and has one of the stands at GMBHA Stadium, Cardinia Park, named after him. Okay. So, but like I said, he had a lot of great information. I did a terrible job editing those episodes. I did say Reg, didn't I? I thought I said Reg. Um, I know, I, I know, I didn't say Melissa. I know, I didn't say Melissa Hickey. Uh, <laughs> but Chris, again, thanks for coming on, man. I truly appreciate it. That was uh, second cousin. That's right. Okay, I. That was that was over a year ago now. That's so. That's uh going on 14 months now so second cousin so that's uh, that's very cool and you had a lot of i remember the the uh, story you told about your uh, your teacher who was the uh collingwood supporter that was that was really funny so i'm going to go ahead and get into my tips for this week uh and then i i'm i'm starting something tonight that i i just thought you know what this might be a really kind of a fun thing to do uh just and I don't know what just popped into my head, and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and do this today because it's uh, it just seemed like, like I said, a, an interesting thing to do, and I, I wanted to go ahead and just put some recognition out there. So I think I'm gonna start doing this each week here. But uh, let me go into my tips for this week, and first off, I want to get into my grand final uh, tip in the AFLW. Um, you've got the Crows hosting the Lions, and this should be an absolute barn burner of a game. You know, this is uh. It's disappointing, quite frankly, to me that uh, that the AFL did not see fit to have this game played at a like a standalone time where it was the only game being played. I think, to me, I think that the the AFL has done a bit of a disservice to the AFLW. To that, the league offices have done a bit of a disservice to the 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 women's comp by putting them up against one of the other games in the AFL. I just think that was a mistake on their part. Yeah. To me, this would have maybe been better served having played this game. Uh, you know, there's no rule that says it has to be on a, uh, on a weekend. Maybe you play it on a Monday night in prime time. You play it at eight o'clock in the evening or something like that on Monday night. And it becomes, you know, kind of like the, you know, the Super Bowl in a way, you know, kind of like the grand final is when it's the only game in town. 
So to me, and I, and I don't remember which game it's going up against, but it's going up against one of the uh, the men's games. And I'm I'm, and I like I said, I think more people should be watching the women's grand final. You know, at two o'clock in the next game. Oh, it is a standalone Harper. Okay, I thought I missed that. Then I must have read that wrong. So I'm going to sound like a real fool here. But I know last week the games ran up against the men's game. So maybe they do have the women's game here. So AFL, my humble apologies there. I, I, I do, uh, I screwed up there. That was a, that was a mistake on my part there. So, but as far as that game goes, then I've got uh, Adelaide winning this game and winning the, uh, the premiership by eight points. Okay. I think this is going to be a, uh, a great matchup. I unfortunately they're going to be missing their captain, who's still out due to the concussion protocol. Even though it sounds like she's she's able to play, but by rule she's not allowed to play in it. Which if maybe they had it on the Monday night, she would have been able to play. So let's get into the uh, the men's games for this week, okay? And uh, yeah, we're going to start off and just kind of go in order. We've got uh, St Kilda and Richmond playing at uh, Marvel Stadium in the. Uh, in the first game of the weekend, and yeah, St. Kilda's coming off a significant high, if you will, having you know had the uh, the big comeback that they had, uh, where they outscored uh, West Coast what fifty three to one, massive comeback there. And Richmond, you know, battled against Port Adelaide, came up a couple points short. They're two and two, you know, they're sitting down there, you know, they're in eighth on the ladder right now, but they're that's not where they want to be. Um, you know, so I think that, uh, I think Richmond's going to get back into their winning ways and I've got Richmond winning this one by 10 points. Uh, the next one is West coast and Collingwood. And this one is out at Optus. So the, uh, the Eagles are playing at home. So you have to go with the Eagles at home. You know, I think they were, they were shocked by St. Kilda last week. I don't think they let that happen this week. So I'm going to go with the Eagles by 12 in this game. And you've got the Bulldogs and Gold Coast back at Marvel again. Uh, Marvel's got two games this weekend. Yeah, the Bulldogs, to me, they 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 look like the that they could just, you know, they could be the uh, minor premieres um, right now. They're just playing phenomenal footy. And they're doing a lot of things well. So... I've got them taking this one by 18 points against Gold Coast. You know, I think that Gold Coast's ruck position is going to still come back to haunt them. And this, you know, I, I, the next game that I am tipping here is Carlton and Port Adelaide. And I almost, on my online competition, I tipped Port Adelaide. And here, this game is being played at the MCG. And actually, I skipped Sydney GWS. I'll go back to that one here in a second. I was contemplating going with Carlton in this game because it's being played at the MCG. Just figuring maybe Port's going to have, you know, maybe some of the same troubles traveling that Richmond had the previous week. But you know what? I still think that Port Adelaide is, is a much stronger side than is uh, Carlton at this point in time. So I'm going to go with Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide in this one by eight points. Uh, back to the SCG, the 4-0 Sydney Swans against GWS. GWS had a uh, 
a pretty good contest. Um, yes, they, uh, yeah, they knocked off Collingwood by 30 points. You know, Toby Green had a fantastic game. I think Sydney at home against their crosstown rivals, if you will, is going to take this. I've got Sydney winning this one by 10 points here. I think this is a game that I believe Buddy's going to be playing in. He's hoping to play, I think, against GWS. You know, and uh, I think they take this one by 10. And this is one that I I also, you know, thought that maybe it would be a uh, a bit of an upset here. But I went ahead and went with the home team on this one. And we've got uh, Brisbane and Essendon playing at the GABA. Essendon's playing some pretty good footy. And they're yes, they've they've only won one one game, but they're they're playing pretty darn well. I mean, they they've got a percentage over 104. So you're one and three and you've got a percentage over 104. You're scoring some points. Or you at least had one game where you scored a lot of points anyway. But they've been competitive through much of the season. But I'm Brisbane's going to get off the off the uh, the canvas or off the schneid, as I like to say. And I think it's going to be a close game. But I've got Brisbane winning this one by seven points. Okay, I've got Brisbane winning this one by seven. Then we go back to the Adelaide Oval for the three and one Crows, who are you know are playing some pretty good footy. Okay, they're they they've been very impressive. You know, I think you know Taylor Walker has been has been reborn, and I and I I I know that he he over the last couple of years has gotten a lot of hate from people after the uh, grand final with the whole power stance thing, which didn't quite work out. Um, you know, I think that that might have knocked that club down a couple of pegs, but you know he's back playing some some pretty good football and and he's been fun to watch and i and i think that a lot of the young players on that club are learning from those those few veterans that are still there and they're they're playing some pretty good footy here and they've got they've got Fremantle coming to town who you know lit up the scoreboard this past week okay they they put 96 points on the board which is you know Fremantle needs to do that on a regular basis okay but uh i think adelaide's going to get this win here and i've got them winning it by 9 Hawthorne and Melbourne, you can't go against the D's right now, okay? I I got them winning this one by a dozen points. And, uh, you know, I just think the D's are just are, – are pretty darn good, okay? They're – to me, Max Gone might be the the best player in the game this year. He's been he's been phenomenal to watch. You know, he's everywhere on the ground, and he's, and he's doing a really, really good job. And uh, the last game of the weekend, and uh, – Yes, it's a 2.40 a.m. start for me, and I will be up to watch it. Geelong and North Melbourne. And, uh, you know, I have to say that I was actually impressed with the the effort that the Roos put up this past week. You know, they lost, uh, they lost a couple of players um, real quickly. I mean, they, you know, they lost uh, Zerhar. And, uh, you know, David uh, Cameron Zerhar and uh, Luke McDonald in the span of about 10 seconds during the course of their game against Adelaide. And they battled back. They were in the lead in the third quarter. And then I turned over to the, the Cats game and found out later on that they'd lost by 40 points. The wheels absolutely fell off. Now, I don't know if that was, you know, again, I haven't, I haven't watched the fourth quarter of that game yet. I still need to. I don't know if that was so much, you know, North Melbourne playing poorly 
or Adelaide just playing out of their minds. Okay. I have a feeling it was just Adelaide playing out of their minds because they've, they've become, you know, a, a fun team to watch. So the cats are going to hopefully get a couple players back. Gary Rowan should be back. Patty Dangerfield might be back this or should be back this week. There's talk that uh, Jeremy Cameron may be coming back this week, possibly. Uh, maybe a Sava Radley is going to be. I don't know about Sam Simpson, but they should get Brandon Parfit back as well. I do think this game is going to be closer than people think. Okay. I don't think this is going to be a 60, 70, 80 point blowout or something like that. Okay. I think it's going to be closer than people think it's going to be. Do I think the Cats are going to win? Yes, I do. But I've got them winning it by 19 points. Okay. I, I think it's going to be closer than than what a lot of people think. Okay. Um, so there's my tips for the week. I think I got five right last week, maybe six. But uh, in one of my one of my competitions, I think I'm I'm up in like I don't know, like ninety thousand people that are signed up in the tipping competition. I think I'll be at number seven thousand. So I'm I'm not doing awful, I guess. And yeah, you know, maybe for just you know little old me, that's not too terribly bad. But you know, folks, I am going to go ahead and wrap up this episode here. We're we're coming up on ninety minutes, so I, I do want to wrap this up. But I'd mentioned there was one thing I wanted to uh, to start this week that I I've not heard anybody else do before, and I just thought this was a uh, you know kind of a uh, a a fun thing to to do. So I'm going to start giving out a shout out each episode to one of the local footy clubs around Australia. Uh, and this is either a club that uh, I'm following on Instagram or is following me on Instagram. So the first one here, I, I want to give a shout out to the, uh, the Vic Park Rangers junior footy club. Uh, they've got uh, clubs um, in the Melbourne area that go from Auskick all the way up through year 12. And, I hope you guys and, and gals have a fantastic 2021 season. I looked at your, your fixture. You didn't, you know, for this year, I didn't see it up as of yet. It looks like you start playing your games in August, if I read it correctly. So I hope you have a fantastic season there uh, with the Vic Park Rangers Junior Footy Club. Have a great season. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, I do want to thank all of you who were you know, I want to thank uh, all of you who tuned in today. Um, Harper, thanks for coming on. You know, Chris for coming on, and, and uh, uh, this was fantastic. You know, hopefully, you know, if you're listening, folks, again, I would love to hear some thoughts from you, either coming on the show to talk, or if you simply want to just leave your um, your opinion on something, you can go to my my uh, website for the podcast, yankonthefooty.com, and there's a little spot there where you can leave a voicemail, okay, and uh, and share your your views on, you know, one of the games, or if you've got a question for me, or if 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 you want to call me out on something that that you know that you agree with or that you disagree with, or you just think I'm an idiot for having said something the way I did, like saying that the uh, AFLW uh, grand final was going up against another game, which, you know, it isn't, uh, <coughs> excuse me there. Um, 
you've got that ability to do that. You also, if you like the podcast, you can also go there and leave a review for the podcast, which I can then put out there on the podcast website. I can share that out to social media as well, which will let people know, hey, somebody thinks pretty highly of this, or maybe they don't like it. Well, let's be honest. If it's one that says they don't like it, I'm probably not going to share it. But otherwise, I'll you know set it out there, and we'll be able to uh, to be able to bring in maybe some more you know listeners who see that out on Twitter. So if you want to do that, that'd be fantastic. Again, you can find all the information about the podcast at yankonthefooty.com. All the episodes are there. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, you can go to the uh, Buy Me a Coffee page or to my my store page for the the swag or the gear for the the podcast. I've got a couple. Um new designs that I have in the works that I'm hoping to have up here pretty soon. And, and I think they're a little bit edgy. I think, and I think I've mentioned this before. They're not, uh, they might have different meanings possibly. Okay. And, you know, people could look at them and, and interpret it in different ways if they chose to do so. But I think, I think they're funny. Okay. Uh, so hopefully you'll, hopefully you'll be interested in checking those out. Uh, if you want to do so, Folks, remember, you can also reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. You can reach me at yank underscore on on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at a yank on the footy. Uh, I've maintained pages in both of those spots there. Love to hear from you. You know, you've got ideas for shows. I've actually got a couple uh, guests. Uh, I haven't lined up the dates for the interviews yet, but I've got confirmation from a, a couple guests. And one of them is somebody who all of you know, who I'm very excited to be talking to. I don't want to say who it is yet, but it's somebody who uh, spent quite a bit of time uh, working with Fox footy. Uh, I actually have uh, one other interview already done as well. Uh, former Fox footy host, uh, Narrowly Meadows that I interviewed uh, a couple weekends ago. That's going to be coming out probably next week. Uh, I do have an episode uh, with uh, former Ruse great Donald McDonald that's going to be coming out uh, later on this week. I'm going to work on finishing getting that edited tomorrow after I mow my grass. That needs to be done first. Uh, I know he won't listen to this, but I do want to give a big shout out to Pastor Ted, who lives uh, a couple doors away from me for mowing the the back part of my yard because my my yard is 90 yards deep and there's a big section in the back that he said hey i'll be more than happy to take my riding lawnmower over it well since i gave him that right well i gave him my old riding lawnmower which he was able to repair then and uh give to somebody else who needed one so that was that was pretty terrific so i'll be working on getting that episode from donald donald mcdonald out to you within the next couple of days again ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you coming on Check out the website, okay? Leave me a message here. Give me a review. Let me know what you think. Share it with your friends and family, okay? It's just a yankonthefooty.com. Didn't want to make it uh, too much unlike everything else, okay? So you don't even have to go to the Podbean app to find the uh, episodes anymore. You can go right to a yankonthefooty.com, and the episodes will be there for you to listen to. Usually takes about 10 or 15 minutes longer for them to get uploaded to the website, but once they're there, they're really easy to find. The most recent episode pops up right at the top. Again, if you got an idea for a uh, a show topic, or if there's somebody you think I should talk to, you know, shoot me a note. You know, drop me a message you know, on uh, the website. That'd be fantastic. Okay, I hope that you'll consider giving me giving me a review on the on the the website 
or at Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, let me know what you think. What can I do better? What am I doing all right? Uh, that'd be fantastic. Um, also, you can reach me, like I said, at a yank on the footy gmail.com or yank underscore on on Twitter. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening because while we're fans of our own teams, we are all fans of uh, this wonderful game. And, and I've put it out there uh, in, a, in an NFL forum um that i'm on online a discussion forum that has like sixty thousand members across across the united states and around the world on it and there was a thread on there it's not reddit it's, it's something different from reddit it's a little bit more i think uh, a little less like the wild wild west than reddit it tends to be um but it had a uh it had a meme and i'm sure a lot of you have seen the meme where there's the guy that's sitting there and a whole bunch of people are surrounding them like pointing pointing swords at him like you know do what we want or else. And it was basically, you know, you know, what, what viewpoint would you be willing to, you know, put yourself in this position for, you know, to have all these people surrounding you, holding the swords at you and that sort of thing. And I, I posted on there and this was on an NFL forum. I said that I, I truly believe that the Australian football league is a superior game to the NFL. Now, I've not had anybody reply on that yet, uh, and maybe I just stunned people by that comment. I don't know. Maybe they're all off Googling it, trying to figure out what it is. I don't know. But again, ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in. I hope you'll consider sharing the episode with your friends and family. That would be absolutely fantastic. And uh, folks, as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. And until next time, I will catch you later. Thanks a bunch for tuning in, folks. Have a great time and a great day.